They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? Not crazy. This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that hasn't seen every type of spirit out there, mostly because we don't visit museums. This is Hysteria 51. As I explained before, we think the spirit of a 17th century Moldavian tyrant is alive and well in a painting at the Manhattan Museum of Art. I've sampled every spirit out there. That I think that's the first true thing he said. That, he's, he's knocking on all cylinders. We are broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. We are your hosts and lead researchers in this paranormal pursuit. I'm John Goforth, and this, this is Brent Hand. I have one question for you, John. What's that? Do you think we'll discuss any spirits today capable of possessing robots? Sounds like a fun field trip. (laughs) (laughs) That other voice you're hearing. Pinchers crossed. (laughs) Yeah, pinchers crossed. Is the third host of this show and the only one who might actually get nicer if they were possessed by an evil spirit. He is the one, the only conspiracy bot. I don't think we'll have to worry about that. I have standards. I have built Seabot in my lab to help produce and edit the show. Instead, he sits around all day drinking and thinking about things like the end of the human race or how to get possessed, per se, by evil spirits. Hey, I also kill the occasional neighborhood cat. He's, he's not lying about that. Brent, it raises a concern for me. Over the years, we've struggled with Seabot's anger level, mm-hmm. uh, his homicidal tendencies. It's true. Even his absolute lack of anything resembling empathy. That's a, that's a fact. Is it possible that he's already possessed? I mean, I, I guess anything's possible, but don't you think an evil spirit would be probably smarter? <laughs> I'm sitting right here. <laughs> I mean, it's a good point. Uh, they'd also probably be better at, like, creating and causing havoc. I mean, his escapades are, what, would, what word would you use, juvenile at best? My, our escapades are cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> Again. I can hear you guys. Plus, a real evil spirit wouldn't have him sitting around today like a useless drunk toaster. He'd have a job to afford all the evil escapades. He'd be he'd be out doing things, making right. things happen. Sharks with lasers on their head don't <laughs> buy themselves. It's a tough job market for evil robots these days. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to imagine a real, real evil spirit would actually be good at killing mm-hmm. things. I mean, he's failed at killing both of us. I mean, the best he's been able to do is neighborhood cats. (laughs) And let's be honest, even the ones, even the neighborhood cats he gets, they're just the fat ones. I up at six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Anger, dumb meat sacks, one, two, three, four, does not compute. Danger, Will Robinson. And there, there there it goes. Didn't take, it didn't didn't take take as long as I thought. No, no. no. I thought we'd have to go on for another segment or so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What the hell are you talking about? What just happened? See, but we needed to make 100% sure you weren't possessed by an evil spirit. Brent came up with the idea of making you so angry you'd overload and reboot. I mean, we figured if you were possessed, your eyes would turn red and you'd try to go on a killing rampage or something. Yeah, but since you didn't, we know you're the lovable robot we've all came to um, tolerate. That's the right word, yeah. Um, yes, that is correct. No possession here. 
carry on meat sacks. <laughs> so, that was awfully agreeable. <laughs> this week we are talking hauntings and specifically <laughs> the types of hauntings that are out there. Ask around. It seems everyone knows someone or is someone who's experienced a haunting or a paranormal event in one way or another. Be it something uh, you saw out of the corner of your eye, you hear sounds like footsteps, laughter, whispers, etc., stuff like that. Things move on their own, like doors opening and closing or things sliding across a table. A touch. So far, everything you've referenced is just having children <laughs> right that's i mean that's well and then the last one i was going to say a possession <laughs> which you know I, I, there are days there are so many types of occurrences that the list could go on forever like when ghosts poison people and robots get blamed <laughs> you, you you've literally admitted to that on this show we can pull the tape yeah we know it was you but this week instead of looking at one specific haunting or one specific case we're looking at all the different types of entities that people could actually be having contact with when they have these experiences spirits yeah think of our alien uh species episodes but with the dead or demons truth actually yeah, yeah that's true think they're that's not two? is that two truths in one it, two two truths and a lie in it's like coming 140 up. episodes yeah. uh meaning but the, he makes a good point it that all haunting spirits uh paranormal um reach outs aren't necessarily just dead people right not necessarily so before we start john what do you think is the scariest type of haunting before we get into the list uh, a person could go through what do you think is the worst my i i've never been through one but to try to relate it back to any of my personal experiences, I have to imagine when people talk about sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. but truly believe that a demon or some sort of evil apparition is in the room with them and they, they can't do anything about it, it has to be truly frightening. I It wasn't that long ago I had some surgery and uh, they put me under for the surgery. I've been put under before and and never had a problem with it whatsoever. This time around, you know, when they put you under like general anesthesia, they they intubate they put a, a tube down your throat right mm-hmm. and i woke up like before i was supposed to it wasn't like one of those where you look down and they're still cutting you or anything but i woke up like w- before i was supposed to i still had the tube and i was it, you know how that stuff really just shut your whole body down i completely had sleep paralysis i mean i couldn't even open my eyes yeah you had uh yeah chemically induced chemically sleep induced sleep paralysis and not the normal type and <laughs> not your normal type <laughs> and if you've, if you've ever had a tube down your throat it makes you feel like you can't breathe because it's it's essentially breathing for you. And and so to lay there, not even have the control over your eyes, mm-hmm. much less uh, pulling the tube out or but just to have no control over your surroundings and not be able to communicate that to anyone and having something go on around you that is is not something you necessarily want to happen. Admittedly, mine wasn't a um, a, a paranormal apparition or anything like that. But I have to imagine. I mean, it was frightening for me, and I right. and, and it was completely explainable. I knew why I couldn't move at and you that were moment. Still terrified, and I was yeah. still terrified. So, um, since I've been with Lisa, I have had. So you're saying that's the most terrifying is her having to be with you, right? Yeah, six surgeries, I think. And so my big thing is, 
I wake up in surgeries since I was young. And so they tell me every time when I go in, tell the anesthesiologist, tell the doctor you're going to wake up. And every time you tell the anesthesiologist or the doctor, they go, they well, laugh. they laugh. That doesn't happen. Or so I had my, I had five hand surgeries when, so long story short, I, I actually had to have a finger reattached. That's, that's not just a colorful play on yeah. words. <laughs> Mr. Hand. Yes. So, um, I, I, actually ripped a finger off it was very painful i crushed my hand they reattached they i had pins and all this stuff five surgeries five wake-ups and surgeries middle of them cutting on me now i don't feel anything but you wake up right every one of them said oh that's not going to happen that's not going to happen with a different anesthesiologist and i woke up so then i had the thanks to cbot i had to have my gallbladder uh removed right which i had so my gallbladder ripped open and i had sepsis and everything so they had to open me up and and do everything when i went in before i'm like i wake up in surgery and they said well, what type of surgery? And I said, all surgery. And they go, well, what surgeries were your last ones? I told them on my hands. They go, that's different. <laughs> that's different. And I go, but I've had, you know, I woke up during my appendix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I woke, me, up, me, me, me. I woke up with the tube down my throat like you. But unfortunately, I did move and I collapsed both my lungs. So I had to be put on them when I came out. I was in the ICU and I was on a breathing machine for a while because guess what? I woke up during surgery and then moved and, uh, you know, and jerked and it collapsed both my lungs. And it is a terrifying thing when you can't breathe and it feels like you're, I guess it's breathing for you, like you said, but all you know is I'm, I'm dying. I'm dying. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Doctors are great. And sometimes they're also a little full of themselves. Were you visited by a spirit during this process? I had a... Oh, I'm sorry. I only get operated on by ghosts. Oh, so that's how this ties in. Got it. Got or, it. Or the possessed. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of... I have really shitty insurance. <laughs> Scalpel. <laughs> green pea soup. <laughs> uh, man, you know, I think mine, to not be the one getting possessed, but if someone was truly possessed and they're levitating and they're speaking Latin and all these things, that's got to be absolutely terrifying but also the the whole poltergeist of things slamming you ever watched uh, you know <laughs> well the movie poltergeist but which is carolan carolan that movie holds up it, it is does. fantastic the other one thanks it, to tom scarrett what is the 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 what are all those haunting movies that they're done like found footage what are those called uh, uh, like the blair witch project no the Paranormal, uh, paranormal activity. Yeah, yeah. Where like things are moving and things are happening and stuff like that that you have no control over. I think that would probably be a little less scary than like this is literally a demon or the devil because you can leave. The- well, that's the thing. That's why I went with mine because you can run out of the house. Well, because people love to stay in those houses. Oh, baby, this is beautiful. We got a chandelier hanging up here. Kids outside playing. It's a beautiful neighborhood. We ain't got nothing to wear. I really love them. This is really nice. Too bad we can't stay, baby. You can get out. You can oh, leave. baby. <laughs> oh, baby. Too bad we can't stay. That's so true, though. Like, and even in these shows. And then people go, well, this is my house. Well, it's also theirs, they think. And they seem to have the same constitution that you do. So. Right, right, right. Better invest in some sage and salt. <laughs> so while we're on that note, before we get into the heart of the matter, Seabot, what do you think the uh, the scariest type of uh, apparition or, or, or spirit or haunting is? I was watching this show where this house was quote unquote haunted. Anyway. The ghost was smashing all these bottles on the bar. 
I so went. So to you, anytime they're breaking bottles of booze, it's the scariest. Why can't they just have drinks with me? <laughs> I'd love to have a pet ghost. Or demon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or how about all the cats you've killed come back to haunt you? Never happen. Why? I take their souls. <laughs> I think we might need to shut him down. For the On day. that note, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk the types of hauntings that you can actually have coming up on Hysteria 51. Oh, Seabot. Uh, he's like a one trick pony, but he doesn't know any tricks. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it, they design it for long-term retention, you know, it, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and, there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're 50% oh. off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile 
is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network, and you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I think so many ghosts have the problem get of out. of not being able to communicate with us. Of my way, I gotta get to the bathroom. <laughs> it's like that you hear, and they were really just trying to say, like, guys, come play. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, <laughs> I had a frog in my throat. Yeah, you know, it's what if the 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 veil, the thin veil that separates us, also gargles the 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 whole meaning behind it all, or maybe it's like. Spoiler alert, skip 30 seconds if you haven't seen the movie The Others, but where they don't know they're dead or we're their ghosts, vice versa. I haven't seen the movie The Others. Well, guess what? You're screwed now. <laughs> I think 20 plus years is a safe amount until you can kind of talk about it. Well, you're defending movie. yourself over there. I wasn't even complaining. No, I'm, I'm, I'm telling that to our, our listeners at home. They're like, uh-huh. I've never seen that either. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, go ahead and be mad at him. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, they walk up behind you and they're like, hey, watch out for that tree branch you're about to run into. But it sounds like. And yeah. You're like. Ah! <laughs> that was the tree branch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's break them down, John. Let's name some of the types of spook specters, ghouls, ghosts, goblins and things that you can run into out there in the world of the weird and paranormal. There are seven of them. Yes. There are seven basic types of hauntings or ghosts. Ghosts, what are they? Intelligent, residual, demonic, demonic-possessed intelligent human entity. Say that five times fast. Poltergeist, shadow people, and elementals. Earth, fire, wind, water, heart. Ghost! Ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Lord have mercy. So let's break it down. And start with an intelligent haunting. So what that says is this one, you're dealing with an intelligent ghost. This can communicate with you, interact with you. It seems like it has an intelligence of its own. It's not just slapping walls and pinching babies. It's it's doing things that, you know, are, are interacting with you. I hate those you. type of ghosts. All the they old, do is slap old, walls and pinch babies. The old baby pincher of Witcher Manor. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. It's, it's very hard to research. <laughs> So the paranormal MD at the website. Hello. <laughs> Paranormals are us. I can't pick up the phone. <laughs> That's the wrong line. We got more than one. Oh, here's line. the other line. Okay. Hello. Paranormals are us. Yeah. Uh, my baby got pinched. Uh. Okay. Anything else? Uh. Also, my walls sound like they're being slapped. Oh goodness, you're dealing with a specter level four, a paranormal 
<laughs> unintelligent baby pincher wall slapper. Oh, so my priest was right. Okay, that's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I'll call my shaman though, <laughs> just in case. Paranormal MD, it's this website, and they broke it down as saying an intelligent ghost haunting is best described as a responsive, usually human entity. I love that. Usually. <laughs> With whom you have interactive, intelligent communication. This type of entity is seemingly the personality of a person who once lived and who is either trapped in our world or in between ours and another realm or who has already moved on to the next plane and can now freely travel back and forth between our realm and theirs and are presumably elsewhere. That's really frightening. Forget the the haunting part of it. There are there are like there are formerly human entities floating around out there watching things you do behind closed doors right which is why i always pick a spot and stare when i masturbate just in case one's there okay you had to go straight there i didn't have to go straight there i chose to though Mm -hmm. like just you know establish dominance when you hear a bump in the night bump back louder establish dominance i meant things Uh, like uh, yeah (laughs) you're like i go yeah Take it. Good Lord. Take it. It's like when we were at the uh, Congress Hotel and Joe just started throwing <laughs> various expletives pussies. at uh, fucking pussies at uh, Zozo. <laughs> Zo- yeah. He's literally I have video of us. It's just our hands on the Ouija board and G- the planchette. The, the, and Joe's like, you fucking pussies. Come on. Take me. Take it. Come on. And they're just sitting there for another 20 minutes without it moving. It didn't really work out. Oh, well, <laughs> Joe texted me last night. He was at a Night Ranger concert. Oh, my God. Did he get a, a signed poster that we and, can have, have done at the frame store? And they played high enough. Damn Yankees high enough. Uh, the Night Ra- Well, yeah, so members. The, because right. members of Damn Yankees were right. them and the Nuge. The Nuge. The right. Nuge. But I digress. Always, something I wondered is, can you take me high enough? Well, it's never over. Never over. I just love Ted Nugent in... 80s Oakley's chewing gum, just like, I don't even want to be in this video. <laughs> Can you take me high? Yeah. So. There it was, kids. There's the singing for the episode. <laughs> also, getting back to these intelligent uh, hauntings, many say intelligent ghosts are not evil or dangerous. Others completely disagree with that. Fight, fight, fight. Uh, they do. <laughs> they have. Uh, Only it's on Reddit. <laughs> spirited discussions on right yeah think human personalities and if the spirit was a kind person they're going to be a kind ghost if they were a go forth douchebag they're going to be a a, i'm sorry that was rude a uh to douchebags a (laughs) no if they were an asshat in life they might be an asshat in death no one's laughing i am they're all listening that's because this isn't a live show i don't know if you know that or not those are just cardboard cutouts john no i'm saying as they listen they're not laughing it's it's heady humor. You got to think. Maybe they're thinking. Uh, a lot of these <sighs> ghosts, they say, are doing these things, seeking to get the attention of living people for whatever reason. To get attention, they might turn on things. They might turn off things. They hide objects, move things, make noise, or any other type of annoying nuisance behavior. Why? Maybe they need help to pass on to the other side. Oh, I'll help them get to hell. <laughs> It's not necessarily what they're referencing, see about it, but okay. Or maybe maybe to finish a task left undone. 
like sending their enemies to hell. I mean, at least he's on point. He's 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 got a solid, you know, he's a line he's going for. I, I would I would hate to have been his like third grade English teacher when they say, you know, give me a sentence example and then diagram it. Send my enemies to hell. <laughs> well, I mean, technically he wasn't incorrect. <laughs> Once in a while, the entity, they say, is stuck in a death state and does not know they are dead and is simply continuing with life on its own. Spoiler alert. Skip 30 seconds if you don't want this. Uh, I see dead people. Bruce Willis, he was stuck in a death state and didn't know he was dead. I see dead people. Oh, wow. Nice drop in there, Seabot. 12 seconds late, but it's okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he didn't know he was dead. Same thing. Ghosts has sometimes they've been known to be trapped between two planes of existence and are unable to move on. However, more times than not, the entities we come across are able to move freely coming and going as they choose. Fuck yeah. Do whatever you want forever. So, John, the key factors of intelligent haunting, just summing it up, they can interact with you, communication, respond to noises, they can make noises, and if the ghost does not notice you or other human beings and cannot interact or communicate with you, it's not an intelligent haunting. One of the cool things to think about when you're when you're talking about ghosts, your own death. <laughs> I'm 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 ignoring him. I'm just ignoring him. One of the cool things to think about when you talk about ghosts is if they exist, if ghosts are real, and they are able to be seen, heard, or interacted with on our plane of existence in one way, shape, or form they would have to obey the laws of physics on our plane of existence, right? Maybe not, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Well, as far as everything we know from a scientific perspective, even things that are out there, unusual, weird, have to follow the laws of physics as we understand them. Maybe they've mastered antimatter or dark energy and that breaks or bends these laws. Maybe that's what they run on. He he plays devil advocate on Everything I say, but keep going. Everything no, I say, it's okay. It's okay. All right. So, so the point I'm trying to get to before I so really interrupted is if they are, if ghosts are real, it could be something like where their their makeup is like on the quantum level. Meaning, you you know, they say things that are that are on the, on like the quantum level. Like maybe can, it's Poltergeist. Because you know, maybe what, it's Maybelline. Right. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. Um, when you think about it. They say that things on the quantum level can, you know, accidentally escape. They, 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 they've built things that are on the quantum level that, like, they can't keep inside yeah. of, of the places they try to keep them inside because they pass through walls. Well, one of the things about ghosts is that they, you know, supposedly pass through things. Inanimate so objects, they're so they small, through. but they can still, like, interact with us. Right. Or, or maybe they've moved on. Well, and, and, and maybe they're in another universe of their own that has completely different physics than ours and that's why when they interact it 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 messes with ours maybe it also messes with theirs maybe it's like like we were talking about when they don't know maybe sometimes they don't know they're dead or we are maybe they're they're the scientists that are interacting with us they're trying to figure it out on their plane of existence and they're not really dead they're just in another they've moved on yeah demonic possessed human entity intelligent the mouthful. That one, John, was a new one to me. Living humans can experience a negative demonic-like oppression or possession. But here's the big but. The demon or negative energy. I cannot lie. Yeah. You it, other brothers can't deny. It's after the soul energy consciousness. This negative force does not possess the physical body. It's after the energy, soul, and consciousness. 
but they can control it while it's still attached to the human center conscious energy soul that makes the person who they are. So maybe Peck is a dick because he secretly has a demon attached to him. Yes. No, I think he's just a dick. There might be. Uh, I don't understand anything you just said. Meaning what that said is they don't possess your body, but they latch onto your body because they're consuming your soul, your energy, and your consciousness. They can feed on that and kind of... They're like a psi vampire. Kind of. But they can influence how your life goes and the choices you make, but they're not physically inside you controlling you. This just sounds like one of those things you blame when life doesn't work out. Why am I 50 years old and still a Fuck, demonic, possessed, human entity, intelligent. <laughs> <sighs> I knew that was the answer. So these type of entities can have greater capabilities and strength to accomplish more than your ordinary intelligent human ghost. You you know, because they're a demon. So they can literally, instead of like bumping into walls, they can make you uh, quit your job and beat up your wife. And you, you like you said, you've had a horrible life. Well, it wasn't really you. It's this demon. Start a podcast. I mean. But here's the, the thing to keep in mind. They are just as dangerous as regular demons, regular being, you know, demons that possess people due to their possession of the soul. Wrong. They are big pussies. Yeah, I think he's. I don't even think that makes sense there, but uh, I think he's trying to get possessed. They can easily move objects, hurt people and pets, and oppress and possess the others around them. But it's like a a black cloud over a person's life. So so far, we 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 we, the first one we're talking about. We're talking about most of the time a formerly alive person that is expressing the their next phase of existence mm-hmm. overtly to us the next one is is essentially some sort of other organism that is becoming a almost like a symbiote exactly it's uh, not it's not possessed you you're not in, looking at them you can't see you're not, them you're not vomiting pea soup and 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 things like you think of but you are it is draining your energy they, and destroying your they life. latch onto your chi Okay, the, got it. That's an interesting way to put it. The third type is residual hauntings. And this one, a lot, I learned a lot about this actually watching over the years dead files. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you want proof of residual haunting, get a black light. And next time you're staying in a hotel, just look around. Oh, There's residual haunting uh, that's everywhere. That's called residual Jackson Pollock painting. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> no, but seriously, on the Dead Files, they've talked about this a lot. Dead Files is a fantastic show. I don't know if you've ever watched it. Uh, it's interesting. So they have a, like a, a psychic experience. Let's be medium. honest. You know if I've watched it or not. <laughs> and then they have a New York City retired detective. They both go to a location that, separately that has had quote unquote, an experience. She goes in and does the normal, you know, I'm a psychic medium. He just looks at the history like a cop would if the murder or something happened there. But he goes into. Hey, yo. Yeah. Hey, uh, so uh, was the corpse fucked? I think that's how all, all New York City detectives. Oh, uh, I bet someone was raped and murdered here last but night. Do you, do you think he was hungry while he was there? I got to. You know what? I'm going to get me a sandwich. Hop in my car. Let's go. Vroom, vroom. Robot. Oh, Lord. Yeah, well, I guess we were digressing a little bit there. <laughs> Thanks, but Oh, man. So anyway, though, he, he looks into it. He researches the property. He researches what's happened there. And then a lot of times they overlap. Like, okay, well, she says, this is an older lady and blah, blah, blah. And he'll be like, oh, there's a woman that lived here and she died here. And, and it's just an interesting way to look at, at the things um, from a different perspective. Many say this is the most common type of reported phenomena around the world. And it's it's really fascinating and unexplained. And they say it may not be 
ghosts at all. It's not. It's this is a scene as an image or a scene like a, like a loop from a movie. Yeah, it's like it a, it's like a over psychic, and over. It's like a psychic carbon copy of an event. Yeah, this energy, especially it happens a lot with anger or or huge outbursts. It's trapped in a place and it's on a loop. It's over and over, but it's not intelligent hunting. It's just this residual energy. And the event imprints itself on the atmosphere of a place. And it doesn't cease to exist, but only changes form sometimes. You know, so this keeps going and going. It might morph a little bit as as time goes by. The energy may dissipate from one place and appear or exist in another, or it changes form, but it's not intelligent. It's not evil. It's not anything that's actually out to hurt you per se. And they're often replayed as sounds and noises that have no explanation. Think of footsteps walking down, phantom footsteps down a hallway. And a lot of times, it's not just uh, things you sense with your your basic uh, uh, outward senses. It's also can have an emotional impact on you, right? And they say it's this it's, immense feeling of dread. They called a psychic impression was left, and that's why these people that are susceptible to it, they say, can feel it. Trauma, emotions, they evoke these things, and they cause a lot of these quote-unquote hauntings when truly it's just an energy and they can you can get rid of it they say if this is something that's happened to you uh, there are ways to move it on or cleanse it if you are being affected by residual hauntings. i like to tell people that lots of things all around are haunted just so they'll burn more sage i kind of like that smell of the smoke. well that's because your family has owned that large sage plantation <laughs> for a long time <laughs> that and sage and twine the twine industry the, the twine. sage industry are really <laughs> really into hauntings. big twine that's who we are what are we uh, gonna do it, with all these empty shells from the sea I know. Tell them you got to put your sage in it when you're done, because that's another. If you get a sage burning kit, it comes with a shell. And uh, the best jokes are the ones you have to describe. Well, no, through. because I figured you don't actually understand what it means to smudge a place. I <laughs> understand. Not. And if it's literally when you go downstairs, go to on our um, end table, we have a smudging kit sitting there. Oh, I have no doubt. <laughs> I have no doubt. So my feather it's from an eagle. One possible explanation. This could this could go along the lines for a lot of the different type of hauntings we're talking about today, but I think it's especially poignant uh, on the residual. Is uh, I, I read a really really interesting article about this infrasound. So infrasound, if 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 you're not familiar, is with brown sound is ba- brown note is basically just sound that you can it's it's at a wavelength that you can't really hear, but it still can have an effect on you. And there are certain types of infrasound that are proven scientifically to cause emotional responses, make people perceive things that aren't necessarily happening. Just to use an example, there was a case of a, a, a haunting, but it was, it was definitely thought to be one of these residual things where uh, multiple people, unrelated, unbeknownst to each other, would walk into this particular room, in this particular place, have an overwhelming sense of dread, uh, think they heard certain things, maybe even see something. Uh, and it was explained, they figured it out. This, this one, this particular one, they figured out. There was a fan in the building that would, like, you know, something in the motor was off or whatever that was spinning and putting out a sound at such a, at such a decibel point mm-hmm. or a wavelength. That it just made people feel like crap. It, it yeah. was, it, they got that sense of dread and, and as soon as they, they turned it off, poof, haunting gone. There's another thing where they've done with, you know, people that are around power lines or power plants and stuff. It has yeah. the same, it has the same effect. And I also like on some of these shows where they've, they've talked about this, they'll go outside and they're like, 
Yep. See these power lines? They're, they're, they're putting all this EMF and stuff like that. And it's making you feel like things are. And also, it's another thing. EMF can make you see things because it causes th- like blips in your eyes. Right. So you'll see like you think you saw someone walk by you. Well, that's terrifying, but all it really is is a natural phenomenon. Well, not natural because we've man-made that. It's happening. I used to work at a bar in Springfield, Illinois. at the top of the Hilton at the time. Now it's the Wyndham. And we used to go up on the roof every once in a while. And there are tons of tow, you know, you know, satellites and radio frequencies and, you know, and and antennas and stuff like that. Cell tower, yeah. And it says up there, like, emf like you can't be up here for very long or you can like hallucinate and stuff like that and it warns you about that stuff and it can fry your brain a little bit it explains a lot brent it explains a lot it does it does break time john i think i need to go defry my brain but when we come back more types including type from my favorite scary movie i talked about earlier poltergeist that's coming up on hysteria 51 child are you scared come with me child the the guy that was the the bad guy from all the poltergeist you didn't see him until the second one but you find out he was the bad one the first one what a terrifying he actually died like in the making of the third one so they they used a different person or whatever just a terrifying actor better tom scarrett movie poltergeist anything or top gun top gun poltergeist three is crap it's terrible. Even even Craig T. Nelson and the rest of them were like, yeah, we're out on this one. <laughs> Send it to Auntie and Uncle's house. And they, you know, and if Craig T. Nelson says no, well, then we're out. Well, I mean, I think that's a good kind He's, of. He was breaking in that coach way to live then. your life. That's true. Just, you know, do, what would what would Craig T. Nelson do? <laughs> what would Craig T. Nelson do if he was here right, right now? now. <laughs> <laughs> so poltergeists are. They're noisy ghosts. That's what it means. The noisy ghosts. They have commonly been blamed for any violent or destructive activity in a haunting. But in a poltergeist case, there can be a variety of things taking place. When I think of of this type of haunting, I don't think of the movie Poltergeist. I, I think of Slimer from Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Just mischievous ghosts. That, it's not like it was a person. It's just this. Well, that's yeah. yeah it's funny because there's like think of uh, tapping noises, knocking on walls sounds with no visible cause disturbance of a stationary object uh, like think of like um things flying off walls you know things falling down uh furniture toppling over or moving getting slimed doors slamming getting slimed. yes that's a, a level four free floating repeater or whatever the hell they call them uh, lights turning on and off fires breaking out uh, being pushed or scratched lisa and i were just in jamaica this last week and it's funny one night in uh, two times during the night, uh, the TV and lights came on in our room. And I, I wondered if maybe like the power blipped, you know, and it just like turned them on. But that's always a freaky thing when all of a sudden the TV and the lights are on. You're like, <laughs> and I'm just the type I go, oh, yeah, whatever. And she's like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, I don't know, baby, go to sleep. Go to sleep. You, you walk out of your room and there's like a, there, there's somebody from the island who's you know at least eighty years old. <laughs> Get out, man! <laughs> hey, man! Uh, you be interlopers. Yeah. Um. The ice machine. Where's that at again? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the kicker, though. People who research this stuff don't agree on what 
poltergeists really are. You know, there's a lot of conjecture. Some cases, the activity can be connected to ghosts. In some cases, they say it isn't. And it certainly remains paranormal, you know, in nature, they say. But it's also because of this, it's unexplained and very controversial in those paranormal circles. People, a lot of them will say, uh, poltergeists were never ghosts. They were never alive. And other people go, that's not true. They were ghosts. And really, <laughs> it's choose your own let's, adventure let's on that one there. We're going through and defining all of these as separate entities. Th- this is just a our human need to categorize things. Yeah. Uh, uh, certainly, there are, uh, I have to imagine, bleed through between the various types. And one could be a poltergeist, but it also could be a residual haunting. Or yeah. could it be both? Yes, you, exactly. Can the energy from a poltergeist cause residual hauntings? Or is it all bullshit? Oh, you know. the paranormal MD. Back to them, though. They say the current theory. That's where I get all of my. That's why I don't use WebMD. I go to paranormal, paranormal MD. That's exactly right. Because sometimes you have to perform surgery on a ghost. And my where, where, foot where, hurts. Where else are you going to learn? My foot hurts. You got unicorns in your blood. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> you should do cocaine about it. <laughs> do cocaine about Thanks, it. Thanks, old-timey paranormal MD. <laughs> the current theory, uh, they say, on paranormal MD behind this poltergeist-like phenomena is that the activity is caused by a person in the household known as the human agent. The they call say, is coming from inside the house. That's right. They say it's not actually a ghost. Uh, the agent is usually an adolescent or teenage female, usually, and is believed that she... This, un- is, starting, this is starting to really sound creepy now. This, uh, she unconsciously manipulates physical objects in the household by psychokinesis. Think of PK or your PKE. Good thing I brought my PKE meter. Right. Okay, we're getting our readings. Oh, yep, here we go. Here we go. Definitely some PK coming through. Actually, it, uh, it says you're just an asshole. No, no, it, it didn't say that at all. It, it, I, you know, I was holding it. You don't know what it said. It, it, I know exactly what it said, and it said that you're an asshole. <laughs> but psychokinesis is the power ha, to move things by energy generated in the brain. This kinetic type of energy remains <laughs> unexplained, but... Uh, <laughs> Even some mainstream scientists are, they, they've explored it. We know that the government has. We've talked about that. Think of the men who stare at goats and things like that. They were wanting to there aren't many not only things move things, explored. but explore, Other explode than, clouds and, and make people die by, you know, staring at them. I don't know that they've explored their feelings. <laughs> government hasn't explored That's that. That's true. They go on to say, Paranormal MD. It is unknown why this energy seems to appear in females around the age of puberty, but documentation of its existence is starting to appear as more and more case studies have become public. It seems that when the activity begins to manifest, the girl is usually in the midst of some emotional or sexual turmoil. Okay. The presence of the energy is almost always an unconscious one, and it's rare when any of the agents actually realize they're the source of the destruction. Blah, blah, blah. It goes on to say that you know, boys can be the, the cause. It's much more rare. It's usually girls. And it's usually something bad has happened to them when they explore these cases. And maybe it's the way that they manifest that out. You know, they, they put up walls, and then that's the way that they deal with it. Sir, so as you sit here in front of the judge, can you explain your behavior? Well, I listen, judge, I know it looks bad. But the reality is that it was being spurred on by this girl and her 
and her Uncle development. Fisty. Uncle Fisty. Uh, and it's just really, it's a poltergeist. So Really, it's Jean Grey. Think, think Jean Grey in in X Men because that's what's going on. It, it's one of those things where I just I don't like these things where everything's such supposition and they and they come in and and all of a sudden it just gets that creep factor that yeah, vibe. Yeah, now to this it. one isn't nearly as bad as the one I've talked about before, where they're like, just because you think your relative raped you, maybe it was an alien, an alien, yeah. And why don't you explore that before you turn him into the authorities? Ah, not so much, old lady. Uh, he was speaking that Lisa and I walked out on. Uh, I felt. Meanwhile, everyone else has their their books out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whole and no, I know. Notes. I know. But that's that's actually similar, right? Because none of this stuff is is scientifically observable and repeatable, and and, and all that all the uh, the scientific method. But they but they make so, it sound like it is in this one. You I know? know. That's what I'm saying. Like, why do we have to go down that path? Why couldn't it be? You know, like, why do we have to say? Well, you know, it's it's puberty level girls. Like, well, come on, hold on. Stop it! Hey, I don't know what happens down there. <laughs> you know, the okay, stop it! You know, you, you, evil lurks in the okay. hearts of men and in the puberty of women. I, I'm just saying, like, hey, it, it's Slimer. It's not girls going through puberty. <laughs> Hell hath no fury like a pubescent woman's scorn. So, <sighs> you know, next I'm one. I'm exhausted. Next one, John, we've talked about on this show. You think you're exhausted? Think about being a girl going through puberty and manifesting horrible poltergeist in her own home. That's exhausting. More exhausting, though, demonic hauntings. Demons in the house. Demons possessing you. Demons, this is Zozo. Your head spinning around, vomiting pea soup, the, the crucifix turning upside down. You're speaking languages that you didn't know like pig Latin or profanity in sign language. You, you have the strength, though, so that grown men can't hold you down. It takes multiple people. Though, admittedly, that would be uh, less scary. You know, you're watching you're watching the movie about the ghost, and instead of the ghost, like, starting to speak in tongues, all of a sudden it just starts signing at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. And I'm pretty sure that was rude. Could you do it one more time? I wasn't watching. <laughs> so, yes, that is uh, demonic. It sounds just like think of linda blair think of that the exorcist these things and i don't know if you saw this but the catholic church is hiring they have a want a shortage a a shortage of exorcists and more importantly than that more importantly than that uh keanu reeves recently said that he would love to be john constantine again He's actually said that a lot. Uh, they, they tried to get it to go through, and it didn't go through. But I tell you what, the guy, Matt, whatever his name is, that plays him in Constantine, which is coming back, is really good. And that guy has gone on to voice him. So well, John- this, was, this was during the John Wick 3 tour. He he brought it back up. And, yeah. And, and he says that, that, that it, you know, it could happen or whatever. Uh, but my with- point is that he, I really think that Keanu Reeves is Mankind's Savior. So I'm looking forward to it. Mankind Savior, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, I know mystical, magical arts of the demonic. (laughs) Doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. So demonic hauntings, I mean, it's Hollywood loves it. You know, that is what now 
not the possession side, but if you looked at Amityville, they said that they were haunted by a, a demon. If you watch all the Conjuring movies, that that, that whole interlooping thing through the nun. And, oh, the nun, yeah, yeah. Valak yeah. is the name of, oh, shit, I said it. You said it. <laughs> Valak. Zo- oh, and and we're, don't forget Zozo. How can you forget Zozo? Someone actually said on Hysteria Nation recently that their daughter had been playing with the Ouija board and spoke with Zozo. Hmm. So, uh, that's frightening. Z- Make sure you invite them in and have cookies. I was about to say that they must have offered better cookies than we did. I know. We had lots of booze, though. Yeah, we just, Zozo must not be a drinker. I called it huge pussy. Yes, that's right. Yes. The next one, John, is the one that we've also tackled shadow people. Shadow people. The shadow people, people with the glowing eyes, without the glowing eyes, the man with the hat. Shadow people. Another thing that lurks with shadow people, sleep paralysis. Yeah, they're kind of one and the same. They Very rarely are there shadow people viewings or visitations that aren't somehow tied to sleep paralysis. Yeah, now there were those ones that supposedly they see in the forest and they're their own kind of entity. But the thing that interests me the most when we got into shadow people, they don't know what they want, but there seems to be a method or, to their madness. And people see the same shapes, and especially the man with the hat. It's almost like... Is it an alien entity? Is it a demonic entity? Whatever it is, what are the rules? If you're a ghost, what governs you? Like you were talking about, do they they follow the rules of they have our own you the know, Constitution physics. of the United States of Ghosts? What is you that's, know, the, that's the answer to your question? When you die, do they set you down and give you your brief introduction to how you can haunt? Oh, absolutely. Well, you're a level one flow, uh, you know, free roaming repeater, so you can do this, that, and the other. Now, you now work on your tasks, finish some quests. Do some side quests. You can level up, and one day you might be a poltergeist. You'd be on a fry later in no time. Actually, what they give you is the um, is the the booklet, the uh, the handbook for the recently deceased. <laughs> That's right. That's what they give you. Draw a door. <laughs> Knock three times. Knock three times. Uh, I want to see Beetlejuice is on Broadway now, and it's up for a Tony. I want to see that. And. Their sequels coming out. Yeah, I heard it's going to be made, and it, it's it's all of the original actors, right? Minus the dad who got caught, like literally, like dill- diddling children or something. Yeah, like that. fucking yeah. terrible douchebag. So anyway, Shadow People is one that we've talked about a lot, and it's one that is not very well understood, but it is a phenomenon that happens all over the world, and that's a crazy thing that so many people have these. These same entities, you know, it's like the, the, the sleep guy, you know, the, they say, you know, the, the people that in your dreams are always a face you've seen, yet there's the face that people see in their dream that isn't a real person and people draw it all over the world and it's the same guy, that squatty headed, balding, weird looking guy. And it's always has a, a ominous feeling when they see him. Well, you know, um, shadow people also, if you're looking for an explanation that isn't, um, paranormal. Mm-hmm. They also say that, uh, you know, like right before you sleep, fall asleep, and I've certainly experienced this, you fall into kind of like that hypnagogic trance. And, and, oh, fuck, hypnagogic trance was one of my favorite bands when I was in high school. I have no doubt. Uh, so when you're in that, that's like when you, uh, you think you're still awake, but you hear something that didn't actually happen in the house or, or, or things like that. And, and, and when folks go to explain shadow people, often it can be tied to, uh, if it's not, a demon. Uh, it can be tied to that hypnagogic trance where you think you're still awake, but you're you're hallucinating. So it's funny. Uh, <laughs> Producer Lisa is going to give me a wink because she knows how that. I, 
I can fall asleep very fast, not on purpose, but a lot of times I can fall asleep sometimes within like 30 seconds. I'm out. We will go to bed and we'll be talking and we are having a conversation and I will fall asleep and I will answer her and it'll wake me up. And I realize what I heard makes no fucking sense. Right. And I'll be like, she'll be like, so did you go to the park? Park was on fire. Saw three dogs. They all died. What? I'm like, what? And I'll be like, what? What? I'll go, what the fuck? Oh, I, I, you know, I don't know where that comes from, but I think that kind of probably ties in with that. Like, it's like, I don't know where, like, your subconscious fills in those gaps of. Producer Lisa says, hey, do you think we should have pork chops for dinner tomorrow? Brent responds, I want a divorce and I hate you. Uh, 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 yeah, pork chops sound great. Uh, sorry, I was having my Freud dream again. Yeah. (laughs) The hypnagogic trance can't be helped. Damn hypnagogic trances. No, but for real, though, like, there's got to be some. And I'm sure that's not everything, but that does tie into a lot of these things. And if you don't realize that those things can happen, that can all be real. Uh, we were talking to a, a guy we both know, Neil, who lives in Thailand. He's talking about how he's had sleep paralysis his whole life. Now, he has never experienced anything but the horror that is sleep paralysis. You know, and over time you go, oh, okay, well, this is happening because your body secretes crap that tells your muscles and stuff that you are paralyzed when you're asleep. And right, then so you don't mo- jump off the cliff yeah. that's happening in your dream. Then yeah. your mind wakes up and your body doesn't and then you gotta wait there until you fall back asleep or your body finally goes, Oh, wait, crap. Yeah. What a terrifying and thing. And that's and that's one of the problems ultimately with all of this is that except for in some cases where they you know you've seen pictures that are supposedly a ghost in the background or something like that but in in most cases the only reporting instruments that we recording instruments and reporting instruments we have are our own senses mm-hmm. and those are probably the least accurate yeah. instruments in the entire world yeah, like but, but I know what I saw right well in a lot of these things unfortunately we we don't you know in what for one reason or another amen Back to shadow people, you know, what do they want? We don't know. It's kind of like the men in black. If those, you know, are to be believed and stuff like that, they are, are seem to have a purpose. What that purpose is, we don't know. <laughs> they want to sell you insurance. <laughs> and finally, we have elementals. And this one, I, I think, will probably be its own episode one time. So we're not going to spend a ton of time on this. But elementals are Fairies, elves, gnomes, nymphs, go forth, we folk, and gin. Wait, wait. I, what was like the fourth, we folks fourth, fourth one? We fifth, folks fifth mm-hmm. uh, nymph. Uh, I, mm. Oh, go forth. Oh yeah, I, I don't think that I, I'm not a I'm not a fantasy creature. Amen. <laughs> Though. <laughs> so, but no, but let fair, me uh, fairies, uh, let me regale you on how I could be <laughs> fairies, elves, gnomes, nymphs. We folk and Jen. If you read fantasy books when you were a kid, basically all of the non-human entities. Right. A lot of these are thought to originate with Celtic mythology, but some say nay. It's Greek or Mesopotamian cultural roots that gave fairies and a lot of these things, you know, the, the, their start. It's it's all conjecture, but they've been around a long time. But none of it was mythology if they're real. That is true. Maybe uh, maybe it's mythology just because they were around then and then they went into hiding. I really do like the. Now, this doesn't really go to hauntings or, or things that are happening today, but I do like in. I don't know if I believe it, but I enjoy the idea of so much of our mythology uh, when it comes to other types of creatures. Mm-hmm. So a goblin, a unicorn coming from um, some sort of place of of truth. Like, uh, have you ever seen the movie, um, night nurses from Jersey Noah with, uh, no. with, uh, what, uh, yeah. gladiator, yeah. uh, what's his name? 
I keep wanting to say Ridley Scott, but no, he's the Crow. one that made he's the one that made Gladiator, which uh, uh, Noah got a lot of flack. It did, it did. I actually enjoyed the movie, but you know, so it's pre-flood, uh, and 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 there are creatures that he's sorry you don't seen. fit on the boat, right? So it's like think about it. You know, let's say goblins existed, they didn't make it onto the boat, and poof, they're gone. Was that today? Was that today? <laughs> Shit. Gary, every damn time, Gary, I'll remember. Stella, you had one thing to do. You had one thing to do. (laughs) The unicorn's parked outside, ready to go, and we're late. Let's see here. 30 days has September, April, June, and no. Damn it. (laughs) So they are generally, almost all these are described in appearances as human-like. Now, different sizes, but they look like human. But they have magical powers, and their origins are less clear in the folklore. Uh, I I actually think we just explained it. (laughs) Well, being variously dead or some form of demon or a species completely independent of humans or even angels. I mean, they're, they're, they're all over the place. These beings are equally known as mischievous and tricksters and uh, they take on or move things for fun and here's what the to sum this up they always say never make a wish with a genie it never works out or the devil fucking prick what 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 nothing you have a monkey paw sitting around somewhere actually you say that i have literally two hanging off my microphone right here <laughs> literally two monkey paws Wait, no isn't that second one a bigfoot paw if it is that's a small bigfoot <laughs> representative oh uh well then that guy's got some splaining to do he sold it to me ne- <laughs> nepalese my ass so anyway jen you think of like those are your genies your your your, your wee folk are your tiny your elves your gnomes your your fairies the water folk the nymphs all these kind of fall into elementals Think of leprechauns and anything that is. I'm the leprechaun. In that, uh, I'm the leprechaun. Is that Wayne? Are you trying to one up me there? Hey, you know what? No, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm, No, I was Wayne's worlding you. Thank you. The uh, it's a really good way to, if you sell things, to avoid returns. Sell them at the top of Everest. I mean, not many people are going to come back and say, "I want my money back." (laughs) Well, that is true. Though there are people that. Scaled it five, six, seven times. That just is like flirting with death and being like, fuck you. Right. Go fuck yourself, death. That Now we know why all these Sherpas are rich. <laughs> Everyone, not a day goes by, I don't hear about another Sherpa buying another man. Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know. Man, Sherpas, they make the world go round. <laughs> this is not, though, and this is something that we, we need to, we, we've had some fun with. This is not a comprehensive list. This what? just makes up the majority of the cases out there. Think of orbs, myths, shadows, etc. They can all usually fall under one of these categories. But what are we missing? That's your homework this week. What else is out there? It can even fall into these categories. Let us know. What have you seen? What have you heard of? What is your favorite type of haunting that you And I'm going to need you to put them way up inside your butthole. Oh, it's haunted with a lot. I'm sure yours is with a lot of dead things. Uh, so I believe I see it. Buddy's talking to you. Let us know what type of haunting or even a specific haunting you would like us to do. Where can they tell us, John? I'd hop on Facebook and go to our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just type in that little search bar, Hysteria Nation. That is right. You can also go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria51Pod. That is our normal page at Hysteria51Pod. If you want to tweet to us, we are on LinkedIn. We are on Reddit. We are on Instagram. You can find us everywhere, and you can also find us on 
Patreon. We are, we are not on 4chan. I would not look there. Guess I need to delete my account then. <laughs> so anyway, you can go to patreon.com slash hysteria 51. Get yourself pins, stickers, magnets, posters, t-shirts, host a show, pick the topic, get your picture put on our webpage and a t-shirt commemorating you only you that no one else will ever have and you and you alone will have hosted been on the page and know the scent of john go forth great job <laughs> except for that last part that last part uh, yeah it wasn't a great job also voicemails what's that number 773-669-7277 once again that number is 773-669-7277 you can call leave a voicemail and as is evidenced by what we're about to hear and have heard throughout the years on this show, we will play anything. That's right. Uh, hello. Uh, my name's Roger Gardner. I'm a, a trucker from Boston, and uh, I heard about your show. Uh, gotta say, I, I enjoy it. That uh, conspiracy bot, he, he's amazing. Uh, I wish you'd talk more about Altimeters. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And, uh, yeah, just keep it up. I listen in my truck. Hell yeah. One, two. Yes, he did it. He remembered. I think a lot of people have just been counting in their head, but that was awesome. You know what? If I was a truck driver, I would listen to so many podcasts because. But you do listen to so many podcasts. Right. But like. More than because when I was driving, so I used to drive between here and Springfield all the time, three hours each way. That's all I listen to. It makes to me driving go by so much faster. Oh, I agree. Hey, um, um, I know this is something I should probably turn into the monsters among us, but uh, I don't know if he'll believe me. Um, oh. So the other day I was at uh, my local park, um, it's in the green hill zone of it, and I saw this like blue blur moving through the park. It seemed to be like the fastest thing alive. It seemed to be have oh also God. a lot of hedgehog? attitude. Uh, did it did this did it was after your rings? Hedgehog like thing on, on two legs and it's the most terrifying thing I've ever you seen. Called it. For some reason it was followed by like a like a like a fox fox with two, two tails, tails? and <laughs> red a I didn't even know they made him in red. But they're being chased by this guy that looks like Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, wait a second. No, I just saw images for the new Sonic live-action movie. Oh, my God. That was a really long setup. So here's the thing about the the new Sonic live-action. People complain so much that they go, yeah, this does look terrible. We're going to redo it. Mm -hmm. That's impressive that they actually did say, yeah, you're right. We didn't do this justice. We're going to. It doesn't mean the whole movie's going to be terrible, but just the look of it was just like. The CGI that was Sonic, yeah. Yeah, it was. Ew, so, uh, But, yeah, it's in his park. It was a long setup for a joke. It was a long Teddy setup. Roosevelt. Hey there, my name's uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, Jeremiah, but that's my father's name. So you can just call me Jeremiah Cubed. Uh, I was actually calling to see if I could get uh, Joe Pecker's, uh, uh, or is it Joe Dick? I, I'm not sure, but I was hoping Dick to get his AOL account. I just got <laughs> me one of them newfangled ones, and uh, I wanted to reach out to him. Because uh, he's a very attractive man. Uh, that's everything. Bye-bye. <laughs> I mean, short, sweet, and to the point. So here's a little thing that, that John and I 
John and I grew up in the 90s, and uh, we went to high school in the 90s, and we went to college in the 90s, and AOL was a thing to where you really worked on your AOL profile. Oh, sure. And John and I, I am unabashedly will say, we went on many dates with women we met on AOL. Do you remember that? No. I think you're making that up. I wish I was, John. (laughs) But those memories, they haunt me like a shadow person during paralysis. Age, sex, location. (laughs) Age, sex, location. So those are our thoughts on hauntings. John, now that you've looked at it, which one? Did any of those sway your... I was going to say, I didn't give any thoughts. (laughs) None of them swayed your most terrifying... No, 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 no. Um, Listen, hey, I'm not going to say that uh, there aren't... There aren't ghosts or, or spiritual things happening, but man, I think a lot of this winds winds up going back to like very explainable things. Do you think? Do you think ghosts ever say, "I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual"? Hey, uh, <laughs> with that said, Brent, Brent, I've been John. He's been conspiracy, bud. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.